All right, Sean, I got a little bit of this mezcal left to finish, so... No, I haven't I even we're, dug I guess in. we're rolling. All right, here we go. Oh, we already did that. Text before calling the show about nothing made with All you crazy cats and kittens out there, Power Person Land, welcome back to Text Before Con. I'm your host, Sean Nash. Joining me as always is Eric, the Wheel Man Wheeler. Oh. How do you do, sir? I'll tell you how I do in one moment. Oh, uh, just vamp, 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 vamp. Wow. Well, uh, as his, as we are making the uh, the final round tour of the the Eric, the Wheel Man Wheeler. Um, you can uh, certainly feel free to, uh, as we stated before, uh, donate to okay, our... Okay, I'm ready. Uh, yep. Ask me how I feel again. How do you feel, sir? Born to die. Jesus. World is a fuck. Kill them all, 1989. I am trash man. 410,757,864,530 dead cops. Can you do that like Spock? Can I do what like Spock? Whatever your little poem song was there. Like in Spock's voice? Yeah. That would be kind of racist. Why? Isn't Vulcan a race? Yes. Well. I, yes. I guess. Yeah. No, not you guess. It is. Is that is that what we is that what they refer to them on Star Trek as a, a race? Yes. Okay. I thought you were a nerd. No. Well, I'm not a Star Trek nerd. I'm. I think I've watched more Star Trek with you than in the rest of my life. That's actually fine. You probably made a good <laughs> good choice there. Speaking of nerdetry... Trek is just slow and boring, like Hitchcock. I can't stand it. Life is slow and boring! Yeah, that's why I go to the movies, to get away from that shit. Is that why you go to the titty bars? I don't. I find them uh, sad. I'm, I'm ready for this. <laughs> this hot take. Really? Are, are you a, a titty bar fan? I've never been to one in my whole life. Oh, really? No. Oh, well, I, I have actually been to them, but I've yeah, just... Yeah, because you're depraved. Well, that, and I'm, yeah, I've just never enjoyed them. They're just are weird and forced, and, like, I don't like interacting with people, and, like, I really hate, like... But if you pay them, they like you. That's what I, that's what I really hate. Like, I hate people being fake to me, or, like, I hate when I go into a restaurant, and they put on, like, a big smile. Like, when I go into fucking Panda Express, and they all yell, Hi! Welcome to Panda Express! I fucking want to punch them in the face. So, like, I don't want to pay someone to, like, be that phony, like, on my lap. Can I say something? Yeah. Sex is violence. Um, yeah. If strip clubs were more violent, I might be more apt to go. So let's talk about nerdetry. Mm. You started doing something very <laughs> disturbing to me. I've definitely uh, dove down a nerd hole. Describe to the listeners what you've done with your body, with, with your life. With my body. With your money. Mm. What you started spending your filthy money on <laughs> i did start getting uh, more into the dungeons and the dragons lately what i yeah. didn't know that oh i'm talking about the stupid fucking painting yeah. shit that's the, that's, that's what... dungeons and dragons yeah the painting the oh minis. see i don't even know that oh yeah god this is so upsetting those are the little mini characters you use for the game 
That's why I said it's not artistry. It's just everything about craft. this is making me just like cringe. What, what did you think it was? Oh, I don't know. Why, why else would I be painting little figurines? I don't know. I feel fucking ill. <laughs> just like everything about this. I'm the room spinning. To I'm, me. I'm very confused as well, sir. I don't. I thought you were just a nerd who wanted little action figures. The well, fact that this is Dungeons and Dragons, like. I'm, I'm is, not kidding. I can't. Does that exer- uh, uh, I can't fucking things? see right now. <laughs> does it? Yes, it exacerbates things. Not a fan of the the Dungeons and or Dragons. It's like Drake. I don't get it. Mm. I just don't understand. I don't understand the appeal. Mm-hmm. I didn't until. I don't know. Re- like, uh, I was at least aware of it in my youth, but I never really played it as a kid. You can explain a lot of things to me. Like, mm-hmm. you can explain cannibalism, mm-hmm. human sacrifice, yeah, eating dogs. Everyone's got to eat. Stuff that I find heinous, I'd mm-hmm. be like, all right, like, within the proper context, it kind of like, I understand why it would occur. Even if I don't agree with it, I understand why it would occur. Someone puts on a Drake song. I won't even name it. I don't want to give mm-hmm. him the exposure. Uh, are they talk about Dungeons and Dragons, and I just my brain can't put the components together Edits. of how how this is not like some sort of uh, you know torture chamber in Pyongyang. Oh no! At, at its core, D and D is a we'll say structured substitute for authentic social interaction. So it is something for uh, those that are socially inept to uh, have some sort of um, uh, uh, connection and mutual storytelling slash improv experience. Okay. This might sound contradictory to what I've been saying lately, but it's not. So go with me. Okay. So I think I'm a fairly somewhat personable human being. On occasion. I think you, you can be. Yes, I think I can be likable. Yeah. Um, when it's necessary. I think generally, my default, I'm not the most charismatic person in the world, but I'm likable enough. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I'm fairly sociable. I've always had friends. I've never been like a, an outcast or a Certainly longer. more people like you than don't. Um, uh, hmm, that's kind of an intriguing statement. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, my goal in life is to have less social interaction. Mm-hmm. My goal is to drive away people and yeah, to have yeah. less sociability. Not sociability, because I feel like I am sociable. Mm. But I, I try to avoid people and those sort of situations. So to me, it seems strange that the nerds of the world mm-hmm. who have already achieved my dream yeah. of no social interaction would craft fake social interaction. It- Don't they understand, Sean? They've already won. All things in moderation, sir. Uh, the grass is always greener. So, you know, whatever it is that you want is, uh, you know, whatever it is that you don't have, essentially. So when you are a nerd and you are, um, I won't necessarily, well, yeah, we'll say forced into your life of solitude, then that is not necessarily something that is welcome. But if you were not necessarily forced into that life of solitude, the moments of solitude would certainly be more welcome. And the reverse is opposite for most people. Let me just say, let me just state two very strong tenets of my philosophy. <laughs> Data I, tenets? Mm, <laughs> that, that door is looking awfully wide, awfully appealing. I see a soft white light <laughs> shining through. Two tenets, two central tenets of my philosophy. One. A wigwam. Great Bob Dylan song, by the way. Hmm. Wigwam. 
Look it up, folks. I don't think there's any such thing as a great Bob Dylan song. You like Wigwam. You know why? No lyrics. Oh, then I might. We'll listen after this. Right on. Um, Speaking of no lyrics. Mm-hmm. Two central tenets of my philosophy. Mm-hmm. Let the hot people be together. Hmm. Let the cool people be together. Hmm. Don't try to intermingle yourself into uh, their ranks. See, I think that's your problem, man. That's why like the, the hot chick needs the fat chick to make her look that much hotter. No, I think the, what the I'm cool saying people, is, okay. A room full of cool people just get sick of each other. You need, you know, some uh, some intermingling. Uh, you're you're uh, missing no, the new... No segregation, sir. Plenty of segregation. Nothing <laughs> but segregation. You're missing the nuances of my approach here. Uh-oh. Let them come to you if they want to. Oh. The, the tragedy, the sadness, the loneliness of the nerd's life is being aspirational in the wrong ways. Being aspirational for the hot girl who's not interesting or being aspirational for the cool guy who's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, just be your stupid nerd self and, you know, just gravitationally, some of these people will come into your orbit, but it'll be the people who should come into your orbit. I feel like a lot of the the pain of youth, at least my youth, was wanting the wrong people. Not just romantically, but in general. Just, just approval like, in general. From yeah, the wrong, yeah, well, from the wrong, from the wrong people yeah. is what I'm saying. Uh, and sort of trying to force things that, that didn't happen on their own. Mm. Because at least maybe I've, I'm just more relaxed as an adult. I've come to the conclusion that I was extremely intense as a child. <laughs> um, well, if this is the relaxed wheeler, I can't imagine the intense wheeler. No, this is very relaxed. <laughs> this is very chill and even keeled. Yeah. Um, uh, now, the downside of this, there was an ish, There was an incident recently. So I know... What what time are we at? Uh, uh, somewhere around there. So I know, I've always known that I'm afraid of snakes. Mm. Not like a gag, like... Like the like Indiana the sight, Jones, like the the thought people say that I don't even like those movies. Yeah, I mean I like the first one. I like the second Which one's one. The first, I like the first two. Okay, I don't like the I don't like the Sean Connery one. Yeah, that one's garbage. That one's a bad Both Roger Moore bad. movie. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I've always known that I was afraid of snakes. Like not not like afraid of death, but like I see them at a pet store forty feet away in mm. glass, and I just I feel bad. Like mm. I physically feel bad. Like it just makes me it creeps me out. Right? I realized literally yesterday that I'm also apparently deathly afraid of just reptiles in general. Mm-hmm. So my cat, my lovely angelic cat, mm-hmm. brought home some kind of fucking lizard. I'm in my chair. I lean over. I see something curled up that has scales on it, and I fucking lose my mind. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I, I'm like... Uh, my heart's racing. I'm breathing shallowly. This is all involuntary. Yeah. And Sam, my girlfriend, does not help matters when she says, it's a snake. And I literally scream. I go, is it really? And I run into the be- bedroom. And so compounding my actual fear, my irrational fear of this, is my own shame and humiliation at my reaction. Because I get, I keep trying to move this thing because the cat brought it in mm. the cat's like playing with alive. it I, we realize it's still alive <laughs> which is also completely terrifying because seeing a seeing a reptile yeah, yeah. of any kind move fills me with just some sort of 
primal terror. Well, have you have you heard the the epigenetic theory about why this is? Is this about the dinosaurs and little mammals? Essentially, yeah. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true. They just they're just disgusting yeah. to me. No, I mean it, it just makes sense from a um, a physiological standpoint. Like when you understand like the complete fear reaction that people have when they encounter these things. Like that's not something that is logical. Like you know you're you're a sane individual, but it's these you know random fears that people have that are outside of mental control they, they are. also just seem fucking demonic like they seem like the shit that's in hell oh yeah, yeah certainly so but, everything about them but just, you have that same fear of insects no, or scorpions no, or no. crabs spiders nothing nothing yeah. else scares me yeah i mean those are you know if anything worsely totally alien in, in my stupid idiotic toxic yeah. garbage brain i am more afraid of a little gecko on my floor than i would be of like a grizzly bear <laughs> for real and that doesn't make any sense no no yeah i totally but understand like, what you're saying though what happened yesterday i was like like my whole body went tense i was shaking i was just i was muttering i was screaming at the wall because i was mad at myself because i feel like you know to me the definition of courage is doing <laughs> things when you're afraid doing things despite your fear. Okay. If you do something and other people think it's brave or yeah. other people are like, wow, I'd be scared to do that, but you're not scared. Totally. That's not really courageous. True. Courage is overcoming that fear. So I'm normally not, again, not to be a complete asshole. It's not like a, you're about to learn. I fail miserably many times, but generally I feel like I'm able to muster up that courage, whatever you want to call it, to do things. Force that, of will. Yeah, that I, that I, um, I feel like I'm a fairly disciplined person. I can do stuff I know I should do even if I don't want to do it or I'm scared mm -hmm. to do it or whatever. But with this fucking rolled up gecko on my floor, <laughs> I got a broom. I walked over to it. I'm not kidding you. My body seized. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I was like, <laughs> like there were tears in my eyes. Like, And it was a lot of it was just this reaction to my own body of like shutting down. Mm. It's like, you know, imagine you're laying in bed and you – you tell your leg to move and it won't move yeah. and Sleep it's scary <laughs> and you're, you're confused. <laughs> and it's just that, that, that fear flooding your brain where you can't think mm. and you're just, and so I was literally hiding in a closet with my girlfriend <laughs> and I was asking, I was like, please help me, please, please. I was like, please help me. This is the only thing I can't deal with. And she was like, I can't either. And I was like, you can't deal with anything. <laughs> like spiders or like the cat used to bring home dead mice. Like all that shit. Of course, I don't want to pick up a fucking dead rat or a dead mouse. Mm. But I will. And it doesn't scare me. It's just gross. <laughs> but this fucking gecko sitting on the floor, I was like, I thought I was going to throw up. Jesus. <laughs> and it's so stupid. And I was so mad at myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so embarrassed that this happened. Like genuinely embarrassed. And I, I felt bad for the whole day. Like for nine hours, I felt bad. <laughs> she got over it. And I was just like ashamed of myself. There's, I have nothing else to say. It's yeah. just this horrible thing. Again, what happened was nothing. My reaction to it was so fucking unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's hard to, for that to happen. And then to look at yourself and be like, what is wrong with me? I 
should mention the gecko almost certainly ran out because mm. we scared the cat away and we were hiding in the closet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the gecko ran out. But after this happened, I sat on the top of the chair, not in the chair, I sat mm. on the top of the chair away from the floor for about two hours. And Sam asked me if I was okay, and I said, yes, I was not okay. <laughs> I was still scared by the gecko. <sighs> so do the Geico commercials terrify you? No, that's TV. Mm. 